This is a News Laundry podcast. Welcome to NL Reads. The Siddiqui Kapan charge sheet. The case against Siddiqui Kapan is built largely on the statement given by a man whom Kapan had earlier accused of defamation. Siddiqui Kapan's charge sheet. The curious case of G Sridathan and a source called WhatsApp. This is the third part of News Laundry's ongoing series on the case against journalist Siddiqui Kapan. You can read the earlier parts on newslaundry.com. Kapan and three others were arrested at a toll plaza in Mathura on October 5, 2020 when he was on his way to Hathras. According to the first information report filed by the UP police on October 7, Kapan has been charged under sections 124A sedition. 153A promoting enmity and 295A deliberate and malicious acts intended to outrage religious feelings in addition to provisions of the unlawful activities prevention act and the information technology act based on an examination of the charge sheet by defense lawyer madhuvan dat chaturvedi news laundry has learned that the up police special task force or stf relied heavily on a statement by G Sridathan editor in chief of the website Indus Scrolls and associate editor of the magazine and Rashtriya Swayamsevak Sangh mouthpiece organizer months before his arrest Kapan had sent a defamation notice to Sridathan on November 18 2020 the investigating officer of Kapan's case made an entry in his daily diary in which he noted that the forensic exam of Kapan's laptop had recovered a copy of a legal notice in the documents folder this legal notice has been presented by UPSTF as the reason to investigate Kapan who is accused of working with the organization popular front of india to further an islamist agenda kapan has consistently denied having any links with pfi address to shridathan The notice instructs Sridathan to take down one particular article with immediate effect as the article amounts to defamation. Whether the court will accept this document as a valid reason to investigate Kapan remains to be seen. Lawyer Abhinav Sekri said, quote, "Any document can be potentially relevant in a case depending on the narrative. So from that angle there is no issue with it being a legal notice." However, there may be specific barriers to the admissibility of certain legal communications in evidence during trial. Unquote. Kapan's lawyer Wills Matthews said his client's association with PFI was limited to his work as a journalist. Quote, "He's a journalist and the license of being a journalist comes with a discretion allowing him to meet with people from all walks of life." Unquote, said Matthews. The legal notice that piqued the UPSTF's curiosity was sent by Kapan to Sridathan on April 5, 2020, after an article on Inda Scrolls claimed Kapan, quote, was involved in spreading fake news about the death of two students of Jamia University and propagating anti-Hindu news with the help of funds from PFI or Popular Front of India, unquote. The incident being referred to is from December 15, 2019, when the Delhi police stormed the campus of Jamia Millia Islamia, injuring 125 persons, according to news reports. 
the article titled popular fronts funds and siddiq friends create news rights was published by inda scroll on march 1 2020 quote siddiq had played a vital role in publishing news in malayalam media about two jamia students shot dead during confrontation with police unquote alleged the article it also claimed pfi was planning quote to cause violence in kerala unquote and kappan was quote using his influence and funds to create anti hindu news in the malayalam media unquote the article on inda scrolls had further stated that owing to the influence of siddiq kappan reports of the brutal killings of ib officer ankit sharma and delhi police constable ratan lal have not found enough space in malayalam media in the legal notice kappan sent shridathan Kappan's then lawyer Nisha Bhambani denied any links between Kappan and PFI. The notice goes on to say, quote, "It is shameful and reprehensible that a publication like yours should carry such a defamatory article which in itself is fake news." Unquote. It directed Indus Scrolls to take down the article with immediate effect as it amounted to defamation. News Laundry has learned the article was not taken down at the time. However, Kappan didn't pursue this case further. After finding the legal notice on Kappan's laptop, the UPSTF contacted Shridathan. The investigating officer's diary entry for November 18, 2020 notes that in a telephonic conversation, Shridathan, quote, leveled serious allegations against Kappan and KUWJ or Kerala Union of Working Journalists unquote Kappan was the secretary of the Delhi unit of KUWJ at the time of his arrest during that initial conversation with the investigating officer Shridathan also alleged Kappan has links with PFI and works under the guise of a journalist to further PFI's ideology Shridathan then mentioned complaints regarding the alleged misuse of government funds by KUWJ and said he would cooperate with the UPSTF's investigation. Shridathan is the founder and managing director of the website Inda Scrolls and his Twitter bio says he is associate editor of Organizer which is an RSS mouthpiece. Organizer is also known to carry unsubstantiated reports. In 2016, organizer had done a cover story on an exodus of Hindus from Kerala in UP. The story was discredited by various media outlets including News Laundry. Inda Scrolls describes itself as a not-for-profit media venture on Facebook and its tagline is "Quote, we are nationalists to the core." Unquote. The right-leaning ideological bias of the publications Shridathan is associated with does not find a mention in the UPSTF's chart sheet. Shridathan's statement to the UPSTF begins with, quote, Siddiqui Kappan was staying in Delhi to further the agenda of PFI. This included inciting communal passion in order to cause rifts across the country, unquote. He then goes on to claim Kappan, quote, tried to spread fake news, unquote, by saying, Three Jamia students had died in police firing in December 2019. However, Kappan had not reported any such thing. 
Shridathan further alleged Kapan's reports of the clashes between Jamia student protesters and the Delhi police resulted in protests across Kerala on 15th and 16th December. The statement also says a news item related to fake news about death of Jamia students was carried by organizer on December 16, 2019. In December 2019, the Delhi police had denied firing at Jamia students who were protesting the Citizenship Amendment Act. But the medical superintendent of Safdarjung Hospital told NDTV that protesters were admitted with bullet injuries. Later, a Delhi police inquiry found two police personnel had fired three bullets that day. No deaths from bullet wounds were reported. In another statement recorded on November 27, 2020, Shridathan claimed that when Kapan was a reporter for the Gulf edition of the Malayalam newspaper Tejas, a cover story was done in 2011 that had described Osama bin Laden, the most wanted terrorist, as a quote martyr who followed the path of allah unquote the chart sheet includes only a translation of the cover page which shows bin laden's photograph and a quote about martyrdom from the quran there is nothing to indicate kapan authored this story another journalist who is a reporter with the malayalam tv news channel asianet is also mentioned in shridathan's statement Shridathan has alleged the Asia Net reporter is a PFI supporter and was involved in spreading fake news during the Delhi riots of February 2020. A staffer at Asia Net who requested anonymity rubbished the allegation, quote, "Is this a joke? The only bit of reporting that didn't go down well with the center was the reporter mentioning the role of Delhi police during his life," said the Asia Net staffer. The Malayalam news channel Media One has also been named by Shridathan as part of the alleged fake news plan. Shridathan claimed Media One has quote links with another radical Islamic group Jamaat-e-Islami unquote. In an effort to substantiate his statement, Shridathan has referred to Asia Net and Media One's coverage of the Delhi riots of February 2020 and the 48-hour ban slapped on Asia Net and Media One in March 2020 by the Ministry of Information and Broadcasting. According to the ministry, both channels had violated the Cable Television Networks Regulation Act 1995. How the channel's coverage of the riots and the ban relate to either the case against Kapan or the alleged links with PFI and Jamaat-e-Islami remains unclear. While there might be instances of misreporting, there doesn't seem to be any direct link between Kapan and these two channels. News Laundry has reached out to the editors of Asia Net and Media One for their comments. We will update you if they respond. Speaking to News Laundry, Shridathan said the starting point for the Indus Scroll story attacking Kapan was WhatsApp. Quote, a fake message was sent through a journalist WhatsApp group that two three students were shot by Delhi police. Unquote, he said. Quote, soon a Mayat Namaskaram or condolence meet was organized in Trivandrum. Certain media outlets played up this fake news. This was deliberately done to create social unrest. It is our understanding that one of the administrators of the group from which this message was sent happened to be Kapan. Unquote. However, he could not recall the name of the WhatsApp group and said he would have to check with the reporter who has since left Indus Scrolls. 
When asked whether he has evidence to prove Kapan's links with PFI, Shridathan said, quote, I myself have been a journalist and as per my sources, we are sure that Kapan used to work for PFI, unquote. The UPSTF sees Shridathan as a reliable witness, despite the ideological bias of the publications he works for and evidence that months before Kapan's arrest, Kapan had accused Shridathan and Indus scrolls of defamation. When asked how the court was likely to view Shridathan's statements, lawyer Abhinav Sekri said, quote, Credibility is a matter of weight and entails a subjective element. The extent to which a court may rely upon a witness is entirely for the judge to decide. Unquote. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.